Hi, I'm Nia, and welcome to Bikolai. I'm Kate. And I'm Naomi, and we're reading the book, Looking Like the Enemy. All right. Welcome to our last podcast for Looking Like the Enemy. How did the author's brother being drafted affect the family? Um, I think it saddened them. It made them really sad. Like, really sad. And, like, I feel like it also gave them a bit of hope, in a sense, for them being more trusted by the government. Yeah, that and um, it also caused them to worry a lot since uh, they didn't know if he was going to, um, you know, uh, get killed in battle or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, but like you said, I think it definitely did, like, comfort them, knowing that, like, now people wouldn't go against them as much, even though they're Japanese. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so what would you have done if you were in the author's place when the barber grabbed and threatened her? Um, honestly, I probably would have reacted the same way. Because if I had a blade to my throat, I don't think I would attack the person out of fear of being killed right on the spot. Same. Like, I think it's just... um just the best thing to do in that situation is to not do just, anything. Yeah. Go with I'd it. probably hit him with the one, two. <laughs> Knock him out cold. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I can definitely see it being, like, a scary experience. Yeah. It's like, out yeah. of nowhere, someone comes up and grabs you by the neck. Just for looking at them? Yeah. <laughs> just for being Japanese. That's insane. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. Okay, so next question. Why did the mom and dad allow their children to serve even though they were treated so badly by the government? I think we went over this a bit earlier, but I feel yeah. like it's to like get trust from the government so that they don't like aren't considered spies or anything. Yeah. And like citizens, I feel like even like your neighbors knowing that your son's enrolled, it kind of, like, proves that you're loyal to the country in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That way you don't have people, like, being all suspicious of you and then turning against you because they suspect you're a spy. That's true. Yeah. Especially because the parents weren't citizens, like, they weren't allowed to be. Yeah. So that makes sense. They're definitely innocent. They didn't do anything bad. Mm-hmm. If you were Yoniti, would you have joined the army? Um, I think I probably would have. I mean, it's a big uh, risk to take, but um, at least, you know, you would be uh, proving your family is innocent. That's yeah, true. I feel like back then, too, they took, like, drafts more seriously. And I'm pretty sure there were, like, consequences if you didn't go. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty he, sure. He probably, like, didn't even have a choice. Probably. Yeah. Wait, but then there was also, like, there was this other mom. Uh, She said that her sons are going to college or something. But, like, yeah. I wasn't sure about that whole thing. Yeah, I think I read about, I read that part. Um... Yeah, she was, like, bragging to, like, the author's mom. 
Yeah. Yeah, that was really messed up. I was getting mm-hmm. angry for the mom. Yes. It's just like, um, it's also disrespectful to brag um, in Japanese culture. Yeah. Okay, so even though they were free, what were some struggles the family experienced after leaving the camps? Um, They definitely experienced the post-war discrimination. Yeah. Like, you could definitely uh, see that. And um, they had the whole thing going on with the finance the financing of the farm. Yeah, because, like, the sheriff dude took their mm-hmm. money. Yes. It was, like, really messed up. They had no, like, say in anything. Mm-hmm. And, and then also... Sorry, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go oh. ahead. <laughs> um, and then Yonichi was also uh, still away from, uh, from, you know, home, so... Yeah. I feel like even after, like, leaving the camp like you're still kind of a bit like traumatized like what just happened like why was i there you know Definitely. yeah you're still in shock about what just happened it takes a while to process it and let it sink in yeah it sort of like showed in the last chapter when she got older she was like in her 80s and she returned back to the yeah. camps just to like check it out and then she had like that tightness in her chest again out of fear yeah. Yeah, that's really sad, like, that many years later, still scarred. Yeah. All right, next. What was the farm like when the parents returned? The farm itself, it was, okay, so there was, like, one of their uh, workers, apparently. I think his name was Mac. He stayed there. Yeah, he stayed there uh, ever since they left. And since he was, like, the only one, I feel like it wasn't as good as it is as when they left, but it was good enough considering he was the only person actually working on their farm. Yeah, like, they still had the farm, so he did enough. Yeah. And then, um, I think I also read that it was, like, yeah, it was a bit run down, but still in shape. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like also because of what the sheriff did, it caused more problems for the farm itself. That's true, too. So, like, they had a harder time picking it back up. Yeah. But slowly over time, they were. Yeah, because they had to take, like, um, legal action and all of that. Yeah. But I feel like it was, like, really kind of them not to actually sue the sheriff. Yeah, yeah. I was about to point that out. Yeah. Like. I, I would have gotten I know, my money. I, I, I would have. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's insane. Taste the bag. Exactly. But, I mean, you want him to learn his lesson. Like, yeah. don't benefit from people's tragedies. Exactly. But they were just really kind and just let him get away with it. Yeah. Very I understanding. Never. I thought that was very kind. Yeah. Also, with them letting off Mac, too. Yeah, that too. Because he was working for like two years yeah. straight. Mm-hmm. He he worked hard. Yeah. All right. Why were the letters so important for the family? Um, the letters kept them sort of together in a sense, since they were like so far apart. So like, yeah, the letters were able was like 
sort of connections for them to be able to still talk to each other and have a sense of like their family still being together. True. And it was their only way of communication as well. True. I know like letters versus like not talking at all. Like that's way better than nothing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just being able to communicate with your family. Yeah. I feel like, like even though the communication was a big deal, I feel like also the words of the mom, especially to the author, like, impacted her a lot. Because, like, even in, like, when she was, like, in her 80s, she still kept those letters. Yeah, just, like, um, having the letters and, you know, being able to, like, read them, like, a lot later and still reflect on what uh, the other person said is, there's just something about that that's just, um, yeah, it's just, like, really, really nice. And, like, yeah. yeah, she just, like, it was hard because there weren't that many good times. But, like, she was able to hang on to those little moments. Like, them laughing together and, like, joking around about stupid things. Yeah. And then, like, you know, after her mother died, she still had uh, the letters from her. Yeah. To keep her going. Yes. Yeah, that's nice. A lot of times when people's, like, parents pass away, then they're left with nothing. Yeah. That's bad. But the letters kind of have something that you could look back and like reflect on. Yeah. Okay, so the author's self hate was shown in the beginning of the book. Do you think her thoughts have changed? Oh, definitely. Like she had a different attitude by the end of the book. Yeah. She even like she said it took her like what was it sixty years to finally like actually accept the way she is. Yeah, I found that kind of sad. Yeah, I feel like being raised in that time period, that's definitely very terrible. But, like, now I feel like kids just, like, take that for granted. Yeah. And they wouldn't, like, be able to survive back then, really. Yeah. I mean, yeah, times do change. But, like, we can't take these things for granted. We have to learn uh, lessons from these experiences. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so the father was very composed the whole book. How do you think he dealt with his emotions? Um, I was honestly, like, surprised that he didn't, like, cry once throughout the whole, like, book, considering what happened. He only, like, teared up a bit, but that's, like, at most from what, she's dis- what she described. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of shocked at that. Yeah. I feel like... Like, it's kind of, like, also, like, a part of, like, Japanese culture. Yeah. To just, like, kind of, like, hide your emotions and, like, be strong in times of stress and, like, be calm. Yeah, that's a good point. True. Because, like, I feel like that's what his culture is what kept him from letting out everything. Yeah. Like, even the mom, like, she was struggling with keeping herself together. Yeah. yeah, but then when she went to the cannery, then that also uh, helped her a lot as well. Yeah, it was sort of like, I guess, like um, therapy in a sense. Yeah, almost. Yeah. All right. What were some things that gave the author hope when she was in a bad situation? Um, I think it's like her parents and her brother. 
It's just like uh, her family really helped her get through um, the bad times when they were in like the camps and everything. That's a good point. Yeah. Also, I feel like her friends too. Because she mentioned yeah. when like white people were accepting her after they were freed. It made her feel like it wasn't as bad as it was. As she thought it was in her head. Yeah, that's true. So, like, yeah. So I feel like that like gave her a lot of like motivation to actually like finish everything, like with her nursing and everything like that. Yeah, she. You have a point there. Yeah, she like felt like she actually had a place in this world now, and she wasn't mm-hmm. going to be kicked out just for being Japanese. Yeah, she felt human. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like being taken away in a camp, like as a child, and you see that everyone there like, kind of looks like you, and then you just think you, like, don't really, like, fit in, but then going back to school and, like, having friends, I think that really helped, like you said. Yeah, I feel like the whole, like, Japanese being, like, treated as, like, monsters in a way was sort of, like, in a, like, it had, like, that's, like, almost how everyone who hasn't met a Japanese person thought of, if that makes sense, because, like, when Mm -hmm. she was in the train, the there was a guy who called her Chinese and her friend said, no, she was Japanese. And he was like, oh, wow, she looks human. And I was just like, oh, that is rude. But yeah, I was like, oh, that is not cool. Yeah, I was just like unexpected. But mm-hmm. I feel like the propaganda yeah. and stuff really like added on to that. Yeah, pop- yeah, that like kind of a- sounds like the speech we read, like trying to like, saying another race is like an animal oh yeah that's yeah. a good point when, the... propaganda has a very big effect on society yeah yeah definitely okay so why do you think the father just said the mom was sleeping when her death was announced um I feel like I think the um the grandkids were around right yeah, I think, so. I think they were out in the field, like, picking strawberries. Yeah. Like, they didn't even know so, what happened. Yeah, and maybe he needed time, even. Yeah. yeah. Like, to just gather himself and stay calm and collected, like, in the rest of the book. True. Yeah, I mean, like, it was his wife, so, like, it's gonna take time to accept that fact. He also probably, like, yeah. wanted to, like, since everyone else is already, like, frantic and crying... He probably wanted to keep a calm sort of face, I guess, so that when people like his, uh, when his kids and their kids look up to him, they'll know that since he's okay, they'll be okay too. Yeah, that's actually a really good point there. Yeah, that's probably why he left the room so fast, so that they wouldn't see him like in a lower place. Yeah. Yeah, because. Like, as a father, I feel like you don't really want your kids to see you, like, crying or, like, weak or whatever. Yeah. Because then they'll think, oh, then we lost, too, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, yeah, that does make sense. All right. Why didn't the, the author ever want to go back to Japan? Um, I think it was because she mentioned in the book how uh, it was already bad enough where in America she wasn't being accepted, but she didn't want to go to Japan and be rejected for not speaking fluent Japanese and reading things as fast as other people. Yeah, and then I also feel like 
uh, she'd go back and then she'd see like ruins and everything, and then it would like really uh, affect her again. Yeah. Yeah, it's like PTSD. Yeah, yeah. Because like, like she said, she saw it in the newspaper, and like even though she said she wasn't born in Japan, just seeing it like her Japan like heritage, I guess. Yeah. Like it really affected her because she was happy the war was over and that would mean like no more camps in America. But then at the same time, it's like her family, her ancestors, that's where they lived. Yeah, like when I was reading that part in the book where, um, uh, yeah, they said the war was over, but then I was like, oh no, wait, the bombs. And then I was like, oh no, this is going to have a really big effect on her. Yeah. All right. Would you recommend this book to anyone else? Um, I think I would. I mean, the book is like the book's really sad, but it does give you like a like a like a wake up call essentially. Yeah. I feel like I would recommend it to someone with, I guess, patience, because it's sort of like um, there's some parts that are a bit like slow but it's like emotional if that makes sense yeah so i feel like it'd be instead of like for example i wouldn't recommend it to my like 10 year old sister because she wouldn't be she wouldn't have the focus to actually read it but maybe to like my dad he would read it if that makes sense yeah i I definitely would recommend this to some of my family members like especially because some of them uh were in those camps so that's crazy. Um, I, yeah. Yeah, I feel like I'd recommend it to it would have to be like a certain person that I like kinda know. Cause I feel like I don't know, this book it kinda like widens your perspective. Yeah, yeah it's just it, yeah, the book's heavy. It's it uh, really like uh it really moves your emotions. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Especially like and it kind of gives you, like, their perspective, which was never really, like, you can't really see that anywhere yeah. else. Like, you're right. I never really heard about the whole Japanese being put in camps thing until, like, recently. Yeah, me neither. It was never, like, gone over in school or anything. So, like, I was shocked when I, like, saw this book. I was just like, oh, okay, I didn't know this actually happened in America. Um, yeah. I knew this happened, but I just didn't know the details. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like anything you read in like a history book, it's not gonna be the same as like a first-hand experience. True. That's actually a yeah, that's... great point, actually. Yeah, that's why. It, um, like I prefer this book over something in a textbook. Yeah, because like even if we did go over it in school, I don't think I would have even remembered it because like just textbooks aren't that interesting. Right. I know, but when it's like from her perspective and like she's a writer, yeah, it's just it hit way easier to like yeah. pick up especially because like you get attached and retain yeah like like when the mom passed away i kind of teared up because i was attached to the mom by the way she described Same. her and stuff oh my god <laughs> I, I think i cried i almost did but i kept myself together i was like i am not about to cry over some words right now <laughs> but i mean yeah. though like it really happened her mom really died yeah. and it was yeah it's just something sad to think about like after all they've been through mm-hmm. 
but at least the mom was like happy she like accepted it yeah she she didn't die in pain or anything yeah okay so have you learned anything from reading this book we kind of answered this (laughs) yeah but i mean like (laughs) yeah i'd say so yeah yeah same yeah it just widened our perspective on things mostly yes it I like it almost gave us a first hand experience of what it was like to be there. Yeah. And are there instances in the book that you can draw parallels to today? Um I I wouldn't say as extreme, yeah. but like they're definitely like kinda similar in mm-hmm. a way. Like discrimination is still a thing today. Yeah. It's just, like, now people are more, like, accepting of different, like, races and cultures. So it's, like, hard yeah, to it's see. It's a start. Yeah. In America, but I feel like some places still are a little bit oh, behind yeah. on that memo. True. That's for sure. Like, I know in Ethiopia, there's this thing with colorism. Even though they're all the same race, it's just, like, if one person's, like, darker, they get treated differently. And it just, oh yikes. yeah, it yeah. just makes no sense. And I feel like there's the same thing happening in India, like just like oh, right. northern and southern India. I think it was southern that's darker and northern that's lighter. So like I feel uh, like I, just because of their skin color, it just even though they're the same. Yeah, I feel like that's happening a lot. There's like a lot of like, uh, like states or whatever, but they're like all like crumbling on themselves like having internal conflicts over something that doesn't make sense like why would you argue over that yeah and like in america too like it's not as extreme as it was before but in america like people of color of course they get discriminated over things they cannot control but it's like yeah like you you can see terrible things have happened in america yeah but, like, more recently, it's been more, like, sort of, like, how do I explain this? Sort of, like, under the radar, if that makes sense. Like, it's not as prevalent. Like, if people were to be racist, it'd be, like, low-key, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like a lot of, like, people with that mindset or people who are, like, racist are, like, still from the older generations yeah. where they grew up knowing that. And I feel like now kids like know like to not like discriminate or judge on the color of your skin yeah like i've definitely noticed that our generation seems to be more accepting of everybody yeah yeah so i feel like as we go on it'll just get better and eventually i think yeah these things take time it'll it'll get better 